start today's session with a conversation with Deepak Balakrishna. Deepak was part of the One Million by One Million premium program with his company, Adia, which was acquired by Qualys a couple of years ago. Qualys, as you might know, is a public security company, cybersecurity company, and Adia was also in the cybersecurity space. So I invited Deepak to talk uh, to the audience about exit strategy and what he went through, what was his experience. We um, often do uh, bootstrapping to exit scenarios. And um, in particular, in certain sectors where the market has become extraordinarily crowded, but also extraordinarily full of innovation, uh, like cybersecurity, Bootstrapping to exit is a real option. So Deepak, having traveled that journey, would be a great person to give you some insights from the trenches, some lessons from the trenches. Deepak, welcome to the show. Ishtamana, it's good to be here. So Deepak, why don't we start with uh, you telling us a little bit about Adia, what did you you know, what were you doing? What was the vision and, and what was the journey in the beginning of Adia? Sure. Uh, so Adia uh, was, was a cloud security company, as you mentioned, focused specifically on uh, data exposure from SaaS applications. So what that means is, uh, and this uh, you would have seen in a lot of cases, if you have a uh, cloud applications like Google G Suite or Microsoft Office 365. It's very easy for people to share documents. You can create a link, share the link out uh, with anyone in the world, right? Uh, and these uh, applications make it very easy to share data, but that's a double-edged sword. Uh, IT has no idea even how, which employees are doing this within their company, right? If employees are sharing their documents within the company, outside of the company, it's very common for people uh, to share with contractors who are on a, a temp project and the contractors move on, you move on, but the document remains shared, right? So that's a point of data exposure and IT has no idea this is happening. So we were a tool that was helping IT uh, in uh, uh, to get a view of what data exists in the company across these cloud applications, what is being shared by whom and to whom. So that's what we did. That was what our idea was focused on. Um, so and we'll you were doing this out of India, right? The team was mostly out of India, yeah? We were all out of India. Uh, yes, that's correct. So I uh, started this in early 2017. Uh, after I had moved to India, I used to be in the U.S. for the longest time, then moved to India. And once I did that, um, then uh, decided to start off with uh, Adya. So we were a team of about uh, six um, that started it in India. That's correct. And what financing strategy did you follow with Adya? So initially, we bootstrapped. Uh, so my co-founder and I uh, put in our uh, money uh, and... Uh, we also, uh, to be honest with you, did uh, reach out to some angels uh, and some uh, VC funds, but we were very early in the game, so we had no proof points. So, uh, so it was very hard, especially in India at that time, uh, to raise funds for something so niche uh, in the cybersecurity space. So we were spending a lot of time trying to raise funds. So we put that aside, uh, and we ended up uh, bootstrapping uh, for the first year and a half 
or so. Uh, so that's how we uh, progressed. And you did get a little bit of angel money in, right? Towards the end, actually. Uh, so the first year and a half, uh, we didn't. Uh, but at the end of early 2018 is when we uh, uh, got uh, about 250K in, uh, in an angel funding, yes. And um, in terms of timeline, at what point of the evolution of the company, um, did you start thinking about exits? What, what, what did you have in the company at that point? You had some customers, you had, yeah. you know, reached some level of proof points. So talk a little bit about how much execution were you able to achieve before the exit happened? Oh, yeah. Uh, so we actually had a product. So uh, going through the timeline, so we uh, started the company in early 2017. We had a pivot around middle of 2017. The original idea was not working out. So we moved to the idea I just described in middle of 2017. Uh, by early 2018, around uh, March or so, we put out our first version of the product. Very quickly had uh, about uh, 10 customers by June of uh, that year. So we were... Uh, uh, we had a product, we had a few customers, uh, at which point, Shramana, you introduced us to Qualys. At the point, we were looking really for a GTM partner because we, of course, were a very small team of about uh, six people, and we were looking for a partner to help us scale on the marketing and sales angle, which is where we really needed help. So we weren't actually looking for an exit when we first spoke uh, to Qualys, but quickly evolved as uh, we had our first couple of discussions. Uh, yes, and you know, the, yeah. the circumstance, I will talk a little bit about the circumstances that led me to introduce you to Qualys. Um, I actually, right around that time, I had lunch with Philippe Courteau, uh, the CEO of, founder and CEO of Qualys, who has unfortunately since passed. Uh, last year, he passed away. Uh, but Philippe and I had lunch and... Um, Philip was very high on India, and he really wanted to build uh, a lot of acquisition-driven talent base and you know product ideas and so forth within the Qualys portfolio. So he he actually talked to me about wanting to acquire Indian companies. So when I came back from that lunch, I think I immediately emailed you and I said, Deepak, let's start, let's open discussions with Qualys and, um, you know, let's start with a partnership discussion, but my guess is this is going to probably evolve into an acquisition discussion very quickly. And, um, and I want to also comment on what you said about go-to-market strategy. Cybersecurity is incredibly crowded. And... Um, for if you think about the buyer perspective, an enterprise buyer, large enterprise chief information security officer, CISO, or a CIO or a CTO of a, uh, of a large enterprise, doesn't really have the bandwidth to look at every little startup that is out there and evaluate their product. So they have close relationships with the top players, like the Qualysis and the Palo Alto Networks, and um, the proof points and the, you know, Zscaler and a few others. 
But when it gets to the small companies, you kind of have to go to market through some other way to be able to reach these buyers. And that's kind of what we assessed. And, and this has become even more acute now. When we did this deal, it was already quite obvious that it would be very difficult to get an audience with enterprise CCOs, uh, CISOs at scale. Maybe a few would be viable through personal networks, but you know it would be difficult to get that audience, which is why we were looking for a partner. And um, as a result, by the way, of this observation, there has been a shift in um, the thinking of VCs who are investing in these very early stage cybersecurity companies, they are also thinking about, you know, kind of bootstrapping or a bootstrapping. By bootstrapping, I mean also operating with a very small amount of capital, you know, really operating tightly with a small amount of capital. Even if there is investor capital involved, the principles of bootstrapping still apply. But then, you know, at, at the point where you really need to scale your sales, that's where a lot of investors are also seeking exit into strategic players who can then enable the go-to-market strategy. So what we did with Adia and Qualys very much speaks to the trends of the market. Um, you will see, if you want to explore this topic further, go look up my um, discussion with Warren Weiss of Wave Capital, where we had this discussion from the investor point of view as well. So coming back to you, Deepak, talk about the exit. You know, when did it happen? How, whatever, of course, the introduction came from me, but how did the, you know, anecdotally, what, uh, what were the circumstances, the price, strategy, negotiation, whatever you feel comfortable, what you don't want to disclose is okay, but whatever you feel comfortable disclosing to just help our, you know, entrepreneurs kind of get into, get a feel, a visceral feel for that kind of a scenario, like a negotiation scenario. Sure. So, uh, uh, as I mentioned earlier, uh, in the middle of uh, 2018, uh, so June of 2018, Ashramana made the first introduction to Philippe. Uh, we had that first call with Philippe shortly thereafter, around the end of June. He quick, uh, he introduced us to his uh, chief product officer, uh, Sumed, who is now the CEO of uh, of Qualys. And uh, we pitched to him and a couple of his uh, uh, executive team members on what it is that we do. Unbeknownst to us, they were anyway, uh, Qualys has a platform of product on which they're looking for acquisition to fill in that platform. And they were explicitly looking for someone in the cloud application security space, which is what we did. So that was uh, uh, very much, uh, uh, we were lucky that the two fit uh, so cleanly. Right? The stack we used, the engineering effort, uh, the way we were thinking about it, everything fit uh, how Qualys also wanted to build onto this platform. So very quickly, as I mentioned, it moved away from a partnership discussion to what can we do in terms of an acquisition and joining Qualys. So all of that happened in July and August of, uh, of uh, 2018. Um, there were some uh, issues around company structure and taxation, which slowed things down a little bit because we were based in India, we were a US company and the issues around uh, which entity would get tax anyway. So that slowed things down by a couple of months. And in early 2019, in Jan of 2019 is when we closed the acquisition. So the entire journey 
was a little less than two years. So it was very, very fast from early 2017 to the first introduction was a year and a half, and then it closed six months uh, later. So that was the timeline. Um, so in terms of price, I don't want to go into too much detail. It was a, a good exit, it was a couple of million dollars there. And, uh, but uh, there were a couple of times we went back and forth on the price um, with, uh, with, uh, with Qualys. Uh, so uh, we did negotiate. Uh, it'd be good, as I said, to uh, be comfortable having saying no, which we did the first couple of times and they kept coming back and raising it a little bit. And I did reach out to Shramana and others uh, uh, to get feedback on what seems to be the right uh, price in this case. Um, so that was about the uh, timeline and uh, uh, negotiation and pricing. Um, by October, we had settled on the terms uh, of 2018, uh, and then the holidays came and the taxation issue. But by Jan, we closed. Um, so that was... Uh, because one thing you yeah. said that I want to highlight um, for on this topic, which I think has, again, accentuated over the last four years, since you were in the trenches of this acquisition. The notion of architecture and platform. Uh, Philippe, at that lunch, had actually, he'd drawn on a napkin and showed me what he was trying to do with this architecture, kind of like a plug-and-play architecture where he could bring in new products and new you know, acquisitions and enhance the Qualys uh, portfolio by plugging in new products. Now, this notion, which uh, you may have read my coverage of the platform as a service trend uh, that is sweeping through the cloud industry right now, is everywhere. There is a lot of companies that are trying to find you know, entrepreneurs who build on their platform, and then some of these are being acquired. So if you look at Atlassian's portfolio, there's a lot of a lot of companies building, a lot of startups building on their platform and then getting acquired into Atlassian. So expect this trend to be a big, big trend going forward. So if you're designing your exit strategy for a bootstrapping to exit scenario, it actually pays to align with the platform. In Deepak's situation, the fact that it was easy to integrate and easy to kind of weave the idea product into Qualys and the architectures matched and everything was a big win, right? It's for, you know, when a company is acquiring you, the company is thinking about, okay, how am I going to get value out of this acquisition? How quickly can I integrate? And, um, and how easily can I integrate? And how easily can the sales force start selling it and the CISOs start kind of plug it, plugging it into um, to their product portfolio? that they're buying for us. So that whole thinking of ease of integration, ease of you know, achieving value out of the acquisition is very much present in the discussion and the thought process of any such acquisition. So that I think uh, is pretty much a good nutshell summary of the Adia Qualis scenario. Deepak, do you want to add anything? No, I was just uh, reiterating what you just said. So while uh, Qualys did not have a public platform that we could map to, it just so happened that way. But you're right, Atlassian, there's Force.com from Salesforce, and there are so many examples now of uh, of 
platforms as the, that you can plug into uh, if that is how you want to grow. And that automatically, again, becomes a marketplace, a GPM, as well as a potential acquisition route uh, in the future. So, uh, yeah, I would definitely look at that more closely if I were a, uh, a new entrepreneur now. Very good, Deepak. Thank you very much for sharing your insights and your experience uh, with the community. We'll be in touch. Thank you, Shramana.